Oh, hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are back. It is Podcember. My name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. You guys are listening to the Carolyn and Joe Show. Whoop, 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 whoop. That is who we are. Just so you guys know, my name is Joe Carbay. I'm a filmmaker, photographer, a writer. And today, yes, indeed, I am a podcaster. And across from me in her soundproof booth, like everyone can see at home, because we are again live on the Facebooks, answering your questions. It is the most, the greatest brain that the people have ever, the people of the earth have ever been just, just lucky to have even any ounce of creativity bleed through. <laughs> I, don't even know the, I don't even know what that means. But you guys are lucky. We're in the presence of Carolyn Belevsky. How's it going, Carolyn? I'm okay. <laughs> what does that even mean? The presence of the I brain that know, bleeds I don't, through. I don't even know what that means. That doesn't mean anything. That's I'm going to add that to my bio. The presence of the brain. <laughs> the giant brain. I don't understand the bleeding through. Either. I don't even know what that means either. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, man. I'm going to Google that phrase. I don't even know. Bleeding through. Brain. That's literally what it comes Does down it mean to. Does I have a, like a crack in my head? <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with her. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, you I mean, guys. If you guys are tuning in, we are we we are five days, five episodes in Podcember, which is thirty-one days of straight podcasting. I guess it's created, but it is created by the Carolyn and Joe show. I don't know anyone else is trying to do it, but maybe we do. Maybe we do. Out there is there. that other podcast that was trying to do, but I haven't gotten a chance to like listen to their show. That's true. We haven't maybe, looked. We haven't looked it up yet. So maybe as far I'll as we get know, around to it. We're the last ones remaining. So for the people at home, people listening, I have uh, I, I have awoken from a thirty minute nap. Um, <laughs> Joe a, is woke. I have. I'm, I'm woke. Woken. Woken. I'm here. Uh, I can't say that I am uh, absolutely rested. I feel like I just have so much, so much I need to do, but. What I'm doing right now is one of those things I need to do is, is the podcasting. But how's it going, Carolyn? How's, it's going how, good. How's, how's your day? Good. That's great. I mean, it's it's as good as it's going to be. It's and gotten a lot colder outside have now. Like, yeah, I know. I don't really love the cold. It's like a personal preference of it's mine. It's personal preference. Because like, if it's not snowing and it's cold out, it's kind of pointless and the trees are all dead. It's just like freezing. And it needs to. It needs to have some sort of reactionary weather. Yeah, exactly. If it's cold, it must be snowing. But we are doing day five of Podcember, and it's our second year doing Podcember, so yeah. that tra- tradition continues. And one thing I did want to like get out real quick because usually they announce it sometime in December. Yeah. But you know, are you familiar with Pantone? Pantone. Yeah. Yeah. The colors? Yeah, the colors. I am familiar with that. It's like this company who, I don't know what their official like company statement is, but according to me, they bleed with their brain. Um, Yes, they they bleed with the brains. That's what... (laughs) No, like Pantone, I guess, is like a company who um, they they determine colors and they have uh, PMS colors with different numbers named after them. They have PMS colors? Yes. Is that what, what they have? It's called Pantone Matching System. The PMS, PMS colors? Yes. And uh, they match specific colors. It's like for high-end printing, like say, for example, the best example I can give is like a Coca-Cola red. They have to have a certain type of red for all of their materials to match. You know, like if you print something from different printers or different, you know, how different monitors all look yeah. different? Well, it's similar, like that would be on screen, but let's say like on paper, if you use different printers, you know, sometimes like the colors don't match up yeah well now if you go to a high-end printer to print like massive quantities of something 
and you have a big business that has a certain color for their branding that you can't get off, mm-hmm. you want it to look look good and match with the brand. Yeah. So that's why people specifically print with PMS colors that are standard across the board. So it's crucial to, to be part of this. It is crucial. And, and most of the projects are, you know, are, are high end. It's, you know, it's not just like, hey, let's print five of these things. You, know, you have to print like hundreds and thousands and millions of these things. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's good to have the Pantone matching system and they make these color books and there's all different types. You can even get metallic inks. Have you seen metallic inks? I think so. I have. Yeah. Like you can really like, they have so many colors and like, you know, they essentially create the rainbow and they have all the colors that are named certain numbers with it. Well, now every year, I don't know how long they've been doing this for, but every year in my memory, Pantone chooses a color to represent the year. So I wonder what the 2019 color will be. The 2019 color. What was last year's color? Well, this current year, 2018, is like a purple. Okay. It's like a vibrant purple. It's almost like a um, like a prince color purple. That makes sense. And then the year before, from my memory, uh, 2017 was actually two colors. It was a baby blue and a light pink. So this is almost like they're the equivalent to like their Chinese New Year or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if it's their equivalent to Chinese New Year, but I mean, you know, it's, it's like, their this it's is their the year way. of the dog. Well, this is the year the, the the year of the rooster. It's also their way to predict fashion trends. Yeah. Um, also, in recent memory, I remember they had. I don't know if this is the year prior to the two colors, mm-hmm. but they had like an emerald green, and then they've also had like a tangerine orange. And I don't remember all the others from the past. But well, those are the ones that I remember in recent memory. Well, hopefully this year's color is a, some sort of a bluish. That's what I was thinking, actually, because I already did a little prediction on Twitter. But um, I'm going with like a wave of ocean. A like wave a, of ocean. Like a, like kind of like a, not exactly a, tur- a turquoise, but like a saltwater blue, like surfer vibe. A blue wave. Yeah. That's kind of like my prediction. So do you have a specific like, hue of we'll, blue that we'll, you are? We'll call it the bro blue. How about that? <laughs> bro. Like the bro, bro. the bro blue. <laughs> do you have a certain type of blue that you were aiming at? Because blue said is kind of like a I just broad said term. It. I just said it. It's the bro The bro blue is going to be the new so you actually, But you actually agree with me then? What? Of my prediction of the blue wave. I didn't know. I didn't know that that was your prediction. I said my blue, and then you said you. So you're agree- you're agreeing with me. Um, if you check my Twitter. <laughs> no, I'm not. Twitter, gonna, I'm not going to go check um, your Twitter. I actually I am announced not go it check, yesterday. I'm not going to go check the email. <laughs> Have you gotten my email? No, seriously. I well, it's good that we're both on the same page, and I've only asked one other person what color. Um, he thought that it would be, and he predicted, um, of course, our pal Sean, so you all know, you can see him on Saturday. Um, I'll announce Saturday. it in a second. But he, the color that he predicts will be um, like a red-orange, but more on the side of, I believe he said red. It's, he said it's like the red-orange <laughs> where people... It's like the, the, the Pantone color is going to be a red-orange, but more red. Well, you know, like orange. sometimes there's like a red-orange where people like are like, oh, it's orange, but then you're like, no, it's red. That's what he was saying. I like it's the fact that be. people like debating over colors, though. That's a, that's, that's what that's I'm wondering if the audience that's listening has any 
like determinations on what their thoughts are. Anybody have any color selections for 2019? Are their brains bleeding? I mean, well, I will say, since I brought up Saturday and Sean, you guys can see us um, Saturday, December 8th, this, this coming Saturday, for an event at McKay Books in Manassas, Virginia. It's Comics at McKay. We're going to have a whole handful of comic artists. We're going to be there from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. So check it out. Comics for all ages. Great holiday gifts. Come on down to McKay Used Books, 8345 Southerly Road, Manassas, Virginia. We'll be there this Saturday. So speaking of emails, thinking about that now, I, I feel like this year has been just a horrible, a horrible, I haven't had any real great experience with email conversation this year. They Didn't all, you get the email? That all, it all seems. Didn't you read? I've I've had that like that type of backlash so hard this year for some reason, where it's like, well, you didn't. I, I sent I sent you that email. You didn't you didn't check it, and I was like, like and plenty like I've had plenty of those moments, and I I feel like this day and age, at least the year I've had it, that like emails are, you know, like. E- it, it, it's like it's it, it's almost offensive if you don't check someone's email and I, I i totally understand that i i'm a person and as when i do work as a film producer uh i do want people's confirmation that they they receive the email and they i barely ever get that you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's 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 it's, a, it's an under it's an understanding thing but i feel like in my experience as being a, a film producer and i send people an email and you know i ask them to i ask them to to co-sign that they they received it and I expect them to most likely say no. So at this point now, I do I do know that eventually in the future that I will have to repeat myself. And I understand that that's what's going to happen. I have to be used to, I have to get used to, I have to get used to doing that. I have to get used to like, yeah, I sent the email, but like these people probably didn't read it. So I've got to repeat myself again. But I, I, I feel like so many people now really, really are super pissed off. If like you don't get that email exactly the moment in which they sent it at the exact time, do you ha- have you ever felt that? Is there yes. ever moments of that? Yes. Are these good moments? No, because like it it makes it seem like you're being unprofessional. Both sides of it, it's like, oh, did you get my email? It's like, dude, I'm not like glued to it. Not only that, but like there's a certain there's a certain time when you are like you're included in an email chain too. Mm-hmm. And then there's po- moments when realistically you're just like, are you even talking to me? Like, I don't really, if you're not, like, if I'm not directly being talked to, like, in an email chain, uh, it's just like in real life. I'm probably not listening. <laughs> but <laughs> it know? is hard to, I will, will say for sake of the email chain, it's like, let's say you're dealing with, like, eight to ten people or something. Yeah. It's easier to do the batch. Yeah, it is. Because it's like, why would you have to send 10 different emails of the same thing, you know? And it, it's just easier that... so And also, so if other people see that other people are copied, so then they're like, oh, okay, the whole team's on here. It's not like... You know what I mean? It's Then you know you're not leaving anybody out. Yeah. Nothing's like suspicious but or see, whatever. That, and, but that, I feel like that's where the challenge is. If it isn't a group email like that, it is so easily ignorable. And it becomes sort of... At least, at least to me, it's a... You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm both ways. If you're not if you're not reading the email, it's sort of unprofessional. If you're not response responding, uh, con- confirming, it's like unprofessional. But then, like the real part of the uh, the real part that's happening is, it's almost like the more the more more people attach to it, the more it gets dubbed down towards the importance of an email. 
So it gets easily thrown away. Does that make sense? I do feel like the importance of email has decreased this year. And I'm kind of sad about it because I'm relatively okay on my email. Um, but it, there's just so many ways to reach out to people. Like, obviously, all the social networks. And some people even have, like, multiple email addresses. So I don't even know, like, you know, <laughs> how to respond to some people. Because, yeah. like, I have, like, three emails for them. And I'm like, well, which one do they use? Because I always get, like, different emails from them. So, <laughs> you know, like, you just don't know which one they're always checking. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's it's kind of... I feel like email, a lot of people also, like, don't really want to use it as much for some reason. Like, even some people are like, I'd rather text. Yeah, but because... Then, like, for me personally, texting doesn't seem professional. But also, there, I feel like there's certain, there comes a certain point, too, if you're part of a group email, that now it's like... <clears throat> I feel like there's more judgment, too, because it, it can blow up in so many different, so different ways. It's like, you're part of the group email, but then, of course, like... Maybe some people will just email each other, commenting on like the email that just happened. You know, they'll they'll have their side comment, email, and stuff like that. I mean, I guess that's do, bound do, to happen. Dewey Tron says, "I feel the same way when I get invited into a group chat." There's a, there's there's that pressure. The I worst is like the Facebook group message. Some so many Facebook times, group messages. Yeah, yeah, I'm like I'm like, why am I on this? And then like people are talking about stuff that I like honestly have no idea what they're talking about. And the thing that's really annoying about that too is that like I've, I've been I'm in that I'm in the same situation a lot of times. Say like on Twitter messages where it would just like get like all these updates of people like saying that's awesome, that's great, good job. And you, everyone just like you know like you know stroking each other. <laughs> and then I'm just like, and then like I don't even know what the conversation is about anymore. Yeah. But like in these group con- in these group conversations that I don't even really want to be part of. But I think what's hilarious though on fa- on the Facebook group messages though, which you know again that is a, I guess it's a group email too, is you can see like what happens is I see like say someone is promoting like something they just did and they want to promote to everyone as a group message, right? Mm-hmm. So they they like oh check out my new music video or something like that. And then you get the first like, oh, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, you're amazing. Oh, I knew you win and all that and all that stuff. But then you get to see after that, like all the people leave the group message, like all the people like has just left. This person has just left. Let's just left. Just left. And it's like everyone's just leaving. It's like it's like they don't even like they themselves are, are over the group message as well. I guess the good thing about the Facebook one is that you can actually see if people saw it. Doesn't it have like a check mark mm-hmm. to be like they saw it. So Dewey, but with email, we're like, I don't know who sees what. So Dewey says there's an app called Slack that he uses. It's a customizable social media for work groups. Hmm. That's really interesting, Dewey. Slack. Really interesting. There is a Slack. God, I, I might can't... not just. I don't know if I'm ever. I'm probably just gonna leave social media after today. Who knows? I don't know. Well, there is another productivity one that, like, oh, God, I wish I remembered what it was at my last job. But, just, but I, it was actually kind of annoying. Like, okay, so it was, like, an email and a chat and, like, a checkoff list all in one. Yeah. And it was actually good for some things, but then other people, like, it's almost like you had to be logged in all the time because some people are like, oh, didn't you get my latest, like, instructions? And then you have to, like, check off each thing that you did. And, like, so people can see in real time, like, where you are in the project. Yeah. 
It was kind of like too up your nose. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, let me look up your nose and see, like, did you send the email? Did you send the PDF? Like, see, that's... like it's like all like, it's like, dude, stop trying to look up my boogers. You know, like, I I'm s- just trying to get the project done. Not like looking, you're like looking up my ass. See, there, yeah, there is a, there's a high potential of micromanaging if you're part of like that group email and stuff like that. That's why I feel like part of, that's where I get like, maybe, maybe I myself, well, I've come to an understanding that most likely people have not read the email or not checked the not checked the PDF or stuff like that. That I need to understand that when it comes time to talk about it, then maybe I should not be as offended as other people are towards me if I didn't get a chance to. If I can confirm that I've gotten it, but I've, you know the details that I've come to the understanding that I should be okay with repeating myself again, unless it comes to certain details like, hey, this is how we park. You know what I mean? Like certain things, like you need. Like the email says, the email has the email attachment has your free parking, dude. What the hell? But ultimately, like it is true. I basically think people don't read. That's really what it comes down to. Like, like that parking thing. Like I remember not to like I don't even remember who sent this, but not to even make a big deal about it. But um, at like the blood drive, I yeah. remember like the last location we had was across from a metro. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you can just park at the metro station. It's free on weekends. And then, like, I, I don't even know who, remember who it was, but the this one person, like, came in, like, a little bit late, and they made a comment, like, oh, man, it was so hard finding parking. I <laughs> even, like, you know, like, ah, I, could, I just got in, man. I, I so sorry, and, like, all this. And I'm, like, like, in my head, I'm, like, did you read the email when parking is free <laughs> yeah, across you, the street? Did you read the email? Like, but yeah. then I wasn't, like, I didn't make a big deal, like, out loud or anything, but I was just, like, okay. You're, like, yeah, parking was across the street, man. They were, like, where'd you park? And I'm, like, it's free across the street. They're, like, oh. What? I didn't even know. And I'm like, mm, it's in the email. <laughs> well, but I mean, you know, it's the like, last one. It's like one of those things where it's like, well, I mean, ultimately, there are going to be people that aren't like reading every little word in your email. Well, it's also tough when like so many, so much of the conversation flies by when like all of a sudden you check your email and there's like six, six updates to it. You know what I mean? And you're like, man, I'm not going to have the. It's like now it becomes homework. <laughs> but then you know? that's their like loss in a way because then they didn't know about the free parking. You know what I mean? Like it's like I don't know. I guess it's a double edged sword <laughs> I, to be I up w- on that. I would like to point out or do like Dewey Tron, who who's awesome. He, he we've been we've been knocking out and making these awesome films in the past few months. I really I really commend this guy and his amazing work ethic. Mm-hmm. But with the with the amount of hard work that he's been doing for probably millions of years. already he right now is listening to the live stream of this podcast in the middle of the ocean in the middle of the atlantic ocean on a cruise i'm assuming i'm assuming i don't i've seen the i've seen the i've seen the photos but i'm assuming a cruise you're not just like hunting for hunting for like crab legs or anything like that (laughs) but seems like that something i've never been on before dewey a cruise so Hmm. i i think that's really great and i probably yes he says yes a cruise so Cruise, man. That's really, that's really, it's really Where's awesome. Where's he heading off to? Is he allowed to say a disclose the location? I don't know. I believe cruises come here or there. Everywhere. I feel like dinosaurs. Every, I feel like, <laughs> honestly, I feel like everybody's going what? on cruises. Dewey, we're, we're communicating through this. <laughs> you said dinosaurs, but I guess that's where he's, he's, he's on a cruise with dinosaurs. What? Is that what it is? He's going to Jurassic Park. He's going to the new Jurassic World. So just so I guess I was curious because I couldn't remember the name because it's been like. Well, thanks for tuning in, Dewey. Thank you, Dewey. Thanks for tuning in from it's the Atlantic. It's been um, 
like four years since I've used it, but the that productivity like program that yeah. I was using at work, it was it's called Asana. Asana. That's and it, what you who use? knows? It might help people, but it's like it's all more for teams, and then there's like daily tasks, and it looks like they changed the interface from when I used to use it but when i had it there's like hearts that show like you complete something or i don't know it's like all these little icons dewey says there's a lot of old people there's a lot dewey says there's a lot of old people on the on the on the cruise is it a princess cruise dewey is it what's the name of the cruises dinosaur princess cruises dinosaur princess (laughs) cruise.com And then you get to like. Um, oh, I get what he says. Now this is di- old people is dinosaur. Oh. <laughs> I was picturing a dinosaur like with the princess hat on. <laughs> I wish those dinosaurs on there. <laughs> oh wait, we can go. It says we can go live with Dewey Tron. How do we do that? <laughs> oh my! I thought we are live. Taking this thing to the new level, live from live there. from the ocean. Reporting live from the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, it disappeared. <laughs> Oh, did he get into the Bermuda Triangle? I don't know. He went to the Bermuda Triangle. That's where I want to go. If I'm going on a cruise, that would probably probably be the only cruise I would ever take is to the Bermuda Triangle. We would call that like, I don't know what we would call that, Funhouse Cruise. It's like, what what happens in the Bermuda Triangle? We'll find out and die. Yeah. (laughs) Never come back to your family ever again. How do we know that you die, though, man? That's just like going into Skull Island, isn't it? I don't know what's what like. Let me look up what's the deal with Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle. That's where all the boats like disappear. When was think... the last one that has? Um... Oh, she says you'll never come back. One way ticket. That's Bermuda Triangle. Oh my god. So if it's a one way ticket, I hope that's only. I hope it's half the cost. Well, when was the last <laughs> time that people have been lost there? When was the last time someone got lost in the Bermuda Triangle? Probably every day. <laughs> it's also known as the Devil's Triangle or Hurricane Alley. Dewey says. Uh, different time dimension so probably it's a portal to another universe another dimension that would be awesome <laughs> that's i'll be the most excited about that notable incidents notable incidences in the Bermuda i mean Triangle. there's so Caroline's many stories this is like a whole big thing to get in on i don't even know if we have the time but i don't know it's it, like when was like? Does it happen literally every day? People just go in there and never get seen again. I'd like to feel that. Like, well, I don't really know exactly where the Bermuda Triangle it's is. It's Miami, San San Juan, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. I guess that makes sense. The Bermuda Triangle. Yes. That <laughs> it's in the San Juan. Where, where's the other one? Miami. It's in that in that area. Okay. Explanation attempts. Persons accepting the Bermuda Triangle as a real phenomenon have offered a number of explanatory approaches. Paranormal explanations. Paranormal explanations to the Bermuda Triangle. Triangle writers have used a number of supernatural concepts to explain the events. One explanation pins the blame on leftover technology from the mythical lost continent of Atlantis. Ooh. Sometimes connected with the Atlantis story is the submerged rock formation known as the Baimimi Road off the island of Baimimi in Bahamas, which is in the triangle by some definitions. This is getting really technical. Well, see, these are the things Other I'm looking to hear about. Other writers attribute... Oh, do you want to still read that? Okay. Sure, go a little bit. Followers of the perpetual... Why are they using such hard languages? Perputed... I don't even know how to pronounce it. Psychic Edward... <laughs> this <laughs> is what happens. <laughs> takes his prediction that evidence... Of 
Atlantis would be found in 1968 as referencing to the discovery of the Banmini Road. Believers describe the formation of the road wall or other structure of natural origin. Other writers attribute the events to UFOs. This idea nice. UFOs. I like was that. used in, by Steven Spielberg in his science fiction film Close Encounters of the Third Kind, third kind which fe- features the lost flight 19 air crews as ab- alien abductees. So Dewey, Dewey's pretty happy that he's able to shift the shift the subject matter into the Bermuda Triangle. I'm pretty happy that you're able to do that too, Dewey. This is exactly a reason why you should come on to the show one of these days. Dewey has a, such amazing conversations that we can have, and Bermuda Triangle and anything fascinating like this is really amazing, like something I'd really dive into. I love I love stuff like the Bermuda Triangle. I love that I love that that even that, that something like that exists in, they, in the somebody world. Somebody else also says it's a wormhole. A wormhole? Yeah. Like a giant wormhole. I guess so. In the earth? I guess Or not a sinkhole, but like a giant wormhole? Oh, man. There's so many things. One of the most cited explanations in official inquiries is the loss of any aircraft or vessel is human error. Human stubbornness may have caused businessman Harvey Conover to lose his sailing yacht. Oh, Dewey's down with the wormhole. (laughs) Also, violent weather. Violent. See, I think I feel like, and, I, and I'm sorry to say this, Dewey. I know you're in the middle of the Atlantic, but like I feel like the ocean, like being out. Maybe this is why I haven't done a cruise yet. I feel like being out in the ocean, like just in the flat ocean like that, is probably pretty super scary. Man. I know. What if you just like Dewey? What if you just look out the window and it's all black? Like what are you? How are you supposed to <laughs> do? Yeah, yeah, Dewey. That's one of the scariest things. Carolyn, I agree. Like at nighttime, if you're just looking out into the black. Like, that's freaking, that's horrifying to me, man. Not only that, but what if then all of a sudden you see a far away beam of light? <laughs> that would be so amazing and scary at the same time. Like that, maybe that's why I don't do cruises. I guess like you would be, like the boat would be the beam of light. You'd have this ender- everlasting entertainment that would happen. But yeah, being out in the ocean that's uh, that's at nighttime has been one of my sort of, check not checklist, my, the unchecklist not not make the list an unlisted thing the the event not on my list to do <laughs> so like I, I feel like that's something except for the bermuda triangle i'd like to go there did they say that that maybe not but what was uh amelia Earhart? did she pass through that and disappear i don't know if, it, if that was where she did we can check it feels like that's what happened like all, all of our heroes that's where like tupac and biggie went to the bermuda bermuda triangle <laughs> What about that other singer from Left Eye? Left Eye, yeah, Left Eye's over, Left Eye's over there. Elisa Lopez. They, they all, they all just, they all just stumble upon the, they stumble upon like the Bermuda Triangle without knowing. So to pass through the Bermuda Triangle, where would you have to go? You have to go to Miami to yep. Bermuda. Mm-hmm. Isn't that where Sinbad? Sinbad did an awesome stand up from, from Bermuda. Sinbad in Bermuda. All right, speculation. That's, that's where he's from. Speculation on Amelia Earhart disappearance. Most historians hold to the simple crash and sink theory, but a number of other possibilities have been proposed, including several conspiracy theories. I'm trying to think of where. You she know what else is a Bermuda Triangle? A freaking email, multiple email chain is a Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> 
once you go in, like you once, you go, once you get into that, like, you never come back alive, man. Do you ever you have just like, get sucked in the the email, and then once you come back, you lose all sense of memory, and then people are like, "Did you check the email? Sorry, I got stuck in the email Bermuda, the email triangle that you left here." Exactly. Do you know like those email the worst type of emails you can get? Oh, he does say. Is, Dewey does say it's pretty scary at nighttime. Oh yeah. Live from the Atlantic Ocean. I'm assuming it's nighttime right now over there, Dewey. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, the scariest emails that I ever get are like ones that already have a chain of like 15 emails on it, and then they try to loop you in. Yeah, screw and that. And then they're like, just trying to loop Carolyn in on the whole big project <laughs> yeah. that we're doing, and I'm like, what the heck? And just then trying like, to loop me in, like you want me to read this? <laughs> and then like you have to like scroll down, and there's like seriously like a whole chain of like 15 emails. And it sucks when you see. And then you're like trying to put it into perspective of like I just joined in on this thing, and then sometimes like people are commenting on things that are all out of order, like in the timeline. Does your email ever like jump like that? So well, you're see, like, where? Wait, what came after this? Well, and then see, this person said this. And I'm like trying to figure it out. It's like this whole like, what's that movie where it was like all pieced together, like what's the, m- Memento? All, yeah, Memento. What's, it's what's, like I'm trying to figure it all out, and I'm like, what the heck? This see, is like a puzzle to read your freaking email, the, and then they the, don't even like introduce you properly. They just like throw you into the Carolyn. to the sharks. This Carolyn like, here, push you in. Here's Carolyn. She'll help you. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I feel like yeah, and they're just passing it off. Like they don't want to do it. <laughs> but like they should at least like introduce it and then be like okay here let me pass on these emails and also let's be honest when you're looking at like a big ass chain email like that like a big email like that is the most disgusting looking thing you've ever seen in your life it's because you get all like the you get all like the 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 end tags and you get all these things in different yeah. colors and, and then you get pe- the, like the jagged like, quotes and shit they're and like have like, a great day and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> am i supposed to where, where am i supposed to finish and end on this crap you know what i mean it's like that's why that's why ladies and gentlemen i did not read that freaking email chain <laughs> the worst is like seriously when people put quotes at the end of their emails oh like, yeah as part Any of like their, as part of like their signature i'm like this is not something i need to read every time you email me and also and also it's just like it doesn't make you seem cooler to have a quote at the end so now you're inspirational yeah. you know it, it's uh, when we come to man i can go i can go freaking all night on things about quotes like and then it's all like i'm making up some quote it's like be a hero in your own life harry s truman and i'm like, <laughs> like i don't even know if that's something <laughs> he like, said it's but like, what the fuck are you even talking about <laughs> but man then i'm like okay you're a hero dude like yeah it's also like wow you had to this isn't high school where you didn't have to go in your in your super essay quote someone to make yourself feel better yeah that's see, it whenever does I feel see, very high school whenever i feel whenever breaking breaking the chain breaking the email chain right now but whenever i see someone do a quote of anything like if even if it's your hot ass fucking tits out instagram and you have some sort of like uh you know whatever uh nikola tessa quote on the on the bottom say how inspirational intelligent or something like that to me it's lame because it's it's like you don't even trust your own words you have to go someone else i know you can't put yourself over i noticed that during thanksgiving time and probably extending into this holiday time um there's like you know the hot instagram girls and then like they'll put quotes and they'll be talking about having like things to be thankful for and stuff and like practicing mindfulness and all that and i'm like this is so trendy it is you know like i think it's like if you genuinely have someone to be thankful for like you know send them like a one-on-one message or something then that's fine but like just to make this blanket statement of like hey guys there's so much to be thankful for. We have to be grateful. You know, it's like... I mean, this conversation will, will go on forever, but this is the one thing, you know, and I may be... I'm not even sure if I'm fully guilty of this, but there are so many people on social media 
that literally all of a sudden it feels like they've gotten the Oscar and they have to give this big speech of thank yous. Yeah. You know, it's like, I just, just, I just gotta say, man, just thank you. I got this sandwich. <laughs> just, just they gotta thank every well, they that, maybe thank everybody maybe man. they're practicing that mindfulness they or got, whatever they like they're, get... they're practicing being thankful for everyday things but the more thanks there are the less it the less it really actually i mean i think that the spirit of it is genuine and good but then it's almost like keep it to yourself do you really have to announce like you how, you're, how you're so, so thankful that you're able to eat and have like a house above your head and like you... all that and it's like that's that's all like pretty much a given and that you should still thank yourself for that but do you really have to like put put a post up about it you know what i feel like is a really good thank you is just like doing it like one-on-one not in an email blast not in anything like that but just always take that time to say to say thank you to say thank you and i'd like to thank everyone right now for tuning in to episode five of 31 of the carolyn joe show pod sember awesome as always thank you thank you for doing dewey's is Freaking. Dewey still Dewey still available? I oh, always called him. I called him Dewey. 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 <laughs> Dewey's out in the ocean, out in the, in the Atlantic Ocean right now, taking Dewey. a phone call. Yo, Dewey. He's taking what, a phone call. What um, color no, do you think is going on in Pantone no, for he's 2019? Go, he's gone. He already had to oh, take that phone gone? call. Yeah. He went into the. I waved goodbye to him. On, he went on into there. that triangle, man. He went into the Premier Triangle. Is <laughs> where he went with the phone call. But thank you, Dewey, being our guest. <laughs> nice. <laughs> from the from the from the Atlantic Ocean on a cruise. This is what's so amazing about connectivity, man. Connectivity. But thank you guys from the bottom. Thanks the for bottom, listening. The bottom of my broken heart. <laughs> thank of you your for black listening. Heart. My black, beaten, broken heart. Shaped like a triangle. Shaped like a Bermuda Triangle. You Lost can che- at sea. You can check out my work at JoeCarbale.com. How about you, Carolyn? I'm at www.carolynbalewski.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carolyn Balewski. And I have a comic strip. It's called Curls. You can find it online at www.curls-studio.com slash curls. There you go. So we're going to see you tomorrow. We will see you tomorrow. We're, we might be live on Facebook again or we might be going on Instagram. We're not going to announce it. You're just going to enjoy it wherever it pops up because that's how we do it. You're just going to have to find us. You're just going to have to find us. But, of course, you can always check out this show, carolynjoeshow.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, wherever it is you find your podcast. We are there. We are there. And, yes, and just so you know, my name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. Be excellent to each other. You're a bonafide. See you tomorrow.